I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is the AEW Dynamite After Buzz After Show. We are coming to you live from the world-famous After Buzz TV studios in sunny Los Angeles, California. And have we got a show for you. But before we get into the shenanigans, the flim-flam, the fisticuffs, the dust-ups, and all that fun stuff... Let me introduce the amazing panel over to the far, far left. She is the tea-sipping fashionista. Give it up for Jessica O'Connor. I like coffee too, actually, but tea tea is good. That was a good I'll move settle. Too. Yeah, tea. You know, tea, you, guys, tea. you guys are throwing me off. You're not in the same spot. <laughs> Uh, and <laughs> we like to keep it fresh, switch things up. Spice things up a yeah. little. This is professionalism. We got to get it on the fly, you know. Uh, <laughs> next to her, he is the international super scout and the law doctor. Let's hear it for Roger Corral. <laughs> it's hump day, my favorite day of the week. Hump, 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 hump. Is that a song from the 90s? Wine Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Either way. Uh, Whatever works for you. And to my immediate <laughs> left, she is the indie darling herself. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear for Adisa Bar. Adisa That's me. <laughs> of course. Hailing from inside the booth, he is the super producer and the king of the bing, bang, and boom. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Josh Alonzo. Sounds like a wine Wednesday in there. (laughs) And of course, I am your benevolent host, Fancy Jack Farmer. Man, are you a real farmer? I am. I am. Yes, sure. Why not? You can't prove it. So what? We know, we know where you're from. <laughs> so, uh, man, I'm still buzzing from Revolution. How are you guys feeling? I'm on a high. I said I don't care about WrestleMania, and I don't care. Oh. I don't care. Ooh. Come at me. Shit. I'm all Come in at AW. This... <laughs> this 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 was our first show wrapping up all the fun stuff that happened at the pay-per-view. What were some of your overall thoughts just today? Jessica, let's start with you. Well, you know, they were coming off of such a huge high with Revolution. So this week kind of seemed like a good week to still obviously put on a great show, do some fun things that we don't normally see every week, but at the same time, give the talent a breath. Yeah, I totally agree with Jessica. Yeah. You know what it is? Like, we went from like 8, 9, 10. Saturday show was like a 15. You know, you can only yeah. go down from there. Like, you can't... That's too much, guys. Right, right. But I thought they did such a good job of sort of gradually... It, like, so many so many times you see, like, a big show, and then they sort of, like, stop everything that was before the show and just start over completely new. But a lot of the things today felt like it was very, like, a gradient. Like, we're kind of phasing out what we were building up to and slowly getting into the things that we're going to be getting into in the future. Um Something that, that stood out to me, just to, to start things off, we're going to start off talking about John Moxley, who kicked off the show. Um, 
we, we, we had said that, that it's a new era with AEW now with John Moxley as the champion. I was thinking about something. But in between the pay-per-views, they have these special dynamites, right? We have Jericho before he's Le Champion. He's fancy. He likes to party. We have Bash at the beach. We have the Jericho cruise. But now it's John Moxley, this mm. dangerous, ah. scary dude. And what's the one we're building up to? <laughs> Blood and guts. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> And guts. <laughs> and guts. That was not a sound drop. That was their real voice. <laughs> and uh, it, it makes me wonder if this is intentional, that they knew that, like, the, the one show was almost like a theme of Jericho, and this is now feels like a theme of John Moxley going forward. I like that. When the NWO had their own pay-per-view, or The yeah. Rock had In Your House Rock Bottom, yeah. I like that. I feel like the champions should have like their own company. Like They're in charge now. Yeah, it definitely feels like a different AEW, right? Yeah, I didn't think of that at all until you said that, but now that you put it that way, I'm like, oh. Now I'm excited what comes after Blood and Guts. Death. Uh, So so John Moxley opens it up, comes to the crowd, cuts a promo, and of course, whenever John Moxley does something big and has a moment, I always like to kick it to Anissa Ball. (laughs) Anissa, walk us through this opening promo. I mean, we saw it. I don't, I don't know if I need to walk into it. I mean, this guy can cut well, I mean, this, Thanks for joining us, everybody. <laughs> That's our time. I mean, I think this is great for Moxley. I mean, you know, this is his first love. This is what he's always wanted to do. And I feel that now that he's, like, the champion and with AEW, I feel like he feels like he's home. You know, cutting his own promos, that's what he's good at. And then, of course, blood and guts coming up. Hopefully he gets to choose his own type of match because obviously he's known as a deathmatch wrestler. And some people don't like that and some people do. And, you know, we'll see what's to come. But I hope, you know, we get to see who else is he going to be facing in the inner circle. Those people are going to have to suck it up because we're in the era of Moxley. (laughs) I know. Mm -hmm. So if you don't don't like deathmatch wrestling, then what are you doing watching? I like that he like gave the fans a shout out. (laughs) You know? Like I like that he gave the fans a shout out. He He was like, this belt isn't for me. It's for all of you. (laughs) And like, that's just such a different tone from Jericho. So he's kind of, I feel like, giving the fans a little pat on the back without being like a total soft. Your, yeah. your John Moxley impression is very much like your Jimmy <laughs> Havoc. <laughs> John Moxley. <laughs> uh, Sounded like Mike Wazowski. That was bad. Okay, yeah, moving on. Mike Wazowski. Uh, yeah, they, uh, I, I like that too, where he's like, it, is it, it, it never belonged to Jericho. It no. doesn't belong to me. It, it, it belongs to all of you. And we were saying all of to you, us. I mm-hmm. think he specifically meant me. No. <laughs> no. He meant me. Are you the AEW champion, Jack? I think that's what he said. He I am. Yeah. Listen, the that a- belt belongs to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out at Blood and Guts. <laughs> 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 yeah. So I loved Moxie comes out and he, he knows that 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 the inner circle is going to come for you, come for him. And I love how he looks in the camera and says, I dare you. And of course, <laughs> Jericho walks out and I can't get over it. I love the crowd singing his song. Yeah. I love that even he stops and waits for it. Isn't that just, <laughs> just, cool, just play it. The coolest play. thing. Yeah. And, and they know, they've definitely learned like cut it off at the right spot. So it's <laughs> just that, like, that hook that they sing at the end. It's such a cool thing. We should sing it one of these days, guys. I yeah. will find <laughs> 
you know you can just download it on Spotify. Yeah. So I know I'm going to go back to you again, Anissa, here. Uh, Jericho evoked the name the Lunatic Fringe. How did you feel about him uh, busting out the old uh, nickname? I mean, Chris Jargo has so many nicknames. Why can't John Moxley have so many nicknames? Do you like the Lunatic Fringe nickname as a nickname? Yeah, I mean, because I feel like that's kind of his persona when it comes to uh, him deciding up his style of matches and especially how his brain works on TV because off TV he's a, obviously a totally different person, but... Uh, I would hope so. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, I mean, what are we having for lunch? Could you imagine me at the grocery store and he's like, just thumbtacks <laughs> for lunch? <laughs> We're off the rails. We're on the rails. Uh, so, um, so I love how Jericho calls Moxie a cheater for not actually having a, an injured eyeball. He said, "If you don't, if if you are able to walk out of here on your own free will, I will leave for sixty days." I thought this was him writing himself out. I thought yeah, this was and him. I think, yeah, you and I thought. Yeah, we're like, oh, this is him taking some time off. I was 100% sure that was what was happening. You guys sound like you were in agreement. That was... Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, he booked a cruise or something. <laughs> 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 yeah, he booked yeah. a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like to imagine him sitting on like a on a boat, like still dressed up in the same outfits, like but just like with a mojito Anning. in his hand. Like no one showed up because of the corona. Right. Yeah. Oh my god. That's just sad Jericho walking around empty cruise. <laughs> um so yeah, that I absolutely thought that. Now one thing that happened during this, I don't know if you guys heard of it, there was a Moxley Sucks chant from the crowd. Is that what they were saying? I couldn't. I could have swore it was Moxley Sucks. Now not not a big huh. chant, but did did you guys? I guess you guys aren't sure you heard it, so maybe so I like there was a that. small section of the crowd you're saying that was kind of pissed. That maybe like an inner circle. Yeah, I think there was a large <laughs> section, but they were respectful. It's like <laughs> Moxie sucks. <laughs> um, so let's uh, let's let's get into it. Let's dive into the the main event here. We have Sammy Guevara, Chris Jericho versus Darby Allen. Uh, it kicks off, and I thought this was fantastic. <laughs> Coming to get it on. So, Jessica, <laughs> let me ask you this. The, the main event starts, and uh, Moxie's doing his thing, walking out to the ring through the crowd, always dangerous. And some guys decided they didn't like this, and uh, some guys in masks, and attacked him. Did Who you see this coming? Did it... <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I didn't see the inner circle taking him out of the ring and we haven't seen that in a long time so I thought that was fun it was cool for the people that were in the audience but sucks for John Moxley man <laughs> not great so yeah it looks like this rivalry is going to continue a little bit uh Roger did you also feel something that Anissa and I we were watching this together I we were a little surprised Darby didn't go help out his buddy does was that kind of a jerk move he kind of tried <laughs> I saw like a fake like should yeah, I go maybe uh. <laughs> I think he was confused, man. Yeah. It's kind of like when you're friends with like two guys, but then they start fighting amongst each other. You're like, what do I do? And I'm like, it, it, it happens. Yeah, it felt- I grew up in a rough area. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I-, I can understand where Darby Allen's coming from because I know many times I would have gotten into a fight, but someone was holding me back. <laughs> And I wasn't able to. If only right. you could have. Oh, you were in trouble. Hold me back. Hold me back. Uh, but this, to me, this main event was 
clearly a time for Darby to look like a star. And I mm-hmm. think he did. How do you guys feel that Darby did one-on-two in this situation? I enjoyed it a lot. I think Darby Allen is going to be the next champion in maybe oh. within this year, maybe next year, you know? Um, Not I, the next, next champion, but he'll be a champion someday. <laughs> next, next, next champion. Or do you think he's going to be the one that beats John Moxley? Um, probably not. But it could be a cool <laughs> pairing, though, for Blood and Guts. For it's blood a perfect for Blood and Guts. It's that. <laughs> But I, I mean, I mean, I like I like Darby Allen. I really am glad that they put him in this type of situation because you could tell that they are pushing him and they want him to be probably the next star. Because me and I was mentioning to Jack, like, where is Jimmy Havoc? You know, we don't see him around. He's the only like emo kid that's on TV that I can relate. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well now, can we get him back on, guys? We gotta yeah. get him back on. If he's not at Blood and Guts, then maybe <laughs> <laughs> what they, they missed opportunity. I mean, that could be an amazing team if you start thinking. If you got John Moxley, yeah. Darby Allen, Jimmy Havoc versus Butcher Blade we, Bunny. Versus, yeah, let's get a butcher in there. Let's get a butcher. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, obviously. Poor Darby isn't able to uh, to win, but he puts up a good fight, and then the inner circle just lays waste to John Moxley, and Moxley's not able to leave on his own. So it looks like we're going to get more Chris Jericho. I'm all for it. I love seeing more Chris Jericho. Uh, uh, do you think? Does Moxley have- after he retweeted you, you're all oh my gosh, a little bit of the bubbly, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly for Jack. Yes, you know the champion. He knows we're oh we're, we're, we're close. Jericho and I are very very close friends. I would assume. Oh, uh, if okay. I, if Find friends. <laughs> uh, so I thought this. I thought I thought that was great. It looks like we're going to get more. Do you guys want to see more Chris Jericho versus Moxie? Or are you guys over it? I'm happy with it. I, I think I, I don't see an AW without Jericho, and I don't see mm-hmm. Jericho not going for the title. So yeah, have at it. I think it's great. Yeah, I was a little nervous when there was the, you know, the thought of him being gone for 60 days. Not that I don't think they could. <laughs> do without him but he mm-hmm. definitely brings a lot to the table i think having jericho here for about a year and then maybe slow off and go do stuff in japan and then start a new champion because i feel right now jericho really i mean AEW kind of still needs jericho mm-hmm. but for me i think you chris jericho should stay for until next year i just think yeah, he's synonymous sure. with the brand like i can't think of AEW without thinking mm-hmm. jericho right yeah, I agree. He brings so much uh, fun to the show, and also I think I think Moxley needs to challenge him or take that have the nether match with him to sort of solidify. I think his reign. I think if Jericho was just disappear and he was to have a random defense against even someone like MJF, who I think is probably would be the number one contender after Jericho, it would seem like you need kind of a a buffer in between there before just moving on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was talking earlier about that like, kind of the gradient. I don't think. Jericho Moxley goes all the way to double or nothing, but I I think they're kind of do this for a little bit until we gradually get into whoever the next challenger is going to be. Until blood and guts. So huh? blood <laughs> and guts. <laughs> Josh, can you create a vomit sound drop? Save us. Save, save us. our vocal cords. Uh, you know, speaking of blood and guts, uh, Jessica, could you go ahead and do a promo for the people and tell them where they can find us? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes! It's only a few more weeks of this, guys. <laughs> oh my goodness, I can't stop laughing. <laughs> That's just how I feel when I come to AfterBuzz TV. I just can't stop laughing, I can't stop smiling, and I feel this way every single week. Thanks yeah. to you guys. You keep us going, you keep us here 
thanks to your likes, your subscribes, your follows, your Twitter, your tweets, your hashtags, all that good stuff. Keep it coming. Why don't we give a shout out to the chat? Yeah, we've got Charlene, we've got Dang, we've got Dylan, we've got Joseph, we got Switch, we got The Real, we've got uh, Travi, we've got uh, Tovio. I mean, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but uh, thank you so much for being a part of the show. We guys love having you guys in the chat, and it's always fun to uh, participate with you guys. I always try to as much as I can, but I try not to have my eyes looking down too much whenever the camera's on. Jack, so. I also apologize. I promised them that you would give them an Elite of the Week at some point. I don't know when it's going to happen, and I don't know why I made that promise. But I'm just yeah. letting you know now. I, but now I, there's, I, I saw, now there's a lot of pressure on I you. Saw, I, saw, I saw that promise. I don't, uh, I'm not sure if you guys should hold your breath. Uh, but uh, it's, listen, Elite of the Week is for sale, not for donation. Oh. That's what I said. <laughs> hit that, su- hit that super one. chat, ladies and gentlemen. No. Kiki made um, a big donation. Uh, huge. <laughs> huge. Huge donation. I will be in debt for a very long time. It was literally a bag with a dollar sign on it. Um, so the uh, um, but as far as promos go, we got one, or we started to get one from one Cody who. First off, he comes out. I love that he reiterated that winners get more money and losers get less money. I've always thought that that's such a a key thing in wrestling to make matches matter uh, that people don't talk about often enough. I thought that was a cool thing to bring up. But before he got very far, a guy by the name of Jake the Snake comes out, a legend of wrestling. Jessica, I'm going to start with you. We've asked this before about DDP. How did you feel about seeing Jake the Snake, a former wrestler, come out? Did you like seeing this guy come out? Or did you have this, like, who's who's this old dude? What were your thoughts? <laughs> I always like seeing the old guys. I mean, whether I know them or not, it's just cool to see that wrestling is still such a part of their lives. And they're mm-hmm. still so respected by people that didn't even grow up watching them. Yeah. And Anissa, now, Jake was a bit before your time as well. How did you feel? Well, it's so funny you mentioned that, Jack, because <laughs> last night I, I saw Beyond the Mat on Net, on Netflix, and Great. Uh, it really shows how far Jake and Snake has yeah. come from, since 1999 till now, from my perspective, because obviously I wasn't alive in the 80s, but I mean, <laughs> here we are, and I, I really liked the, uh... the promo he did. Oh, sorry, Jack. Uh, it's nice to be young, isn't it, Anissa? Yeah, it does. It does. This is the AARP segment. Diabetes. I honestly really liked that Jake the Snake came out. We thought he was going to do a positive promo, and then he was like, nope, Cody, nope, nope, nope. No. Oh, guys, I saw this great theory online oh. about Jake the Snake and... So he kept calling him Caesar. Yes. And I was like, what's going on? Like, who the hell Caesar? And so the rumor, I mean, we know who Caesar is. Sorry. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who is Caesar? <laughs> My good friend Caesar. Oh, from Caesar Palace in Las Vegas? No, no. Yeah. The, well, no. Caesar's pizza, <laughs> there's a, obviously. There's a theory that he called him Caesar. Yeah. And the rumor is that a certain wrestler is going to debut in Rochester. And Rochester falls around March 15th, which is the Ides of March. And it all correlates to Cody. And his name is Caesar. <laughs> Caesar's about to make his debut. <laughs> There's some guy in a robe, like a little, no, little me, things around his head. Uh, I saw that too, and I showed Jack. We were, we were very interested. Yeah, it made some inter- It made some points about uh, the Ides of March being March 15th, which is mm. a, is, is it a Wednesday? No, it's a Sunday. But let's oh. just roll with it. Let's roll with it. <laughs> uh, so. 
There we go. Uh, I, but they have a show coming up that's going to be in uh, Brody Lee's hometown. And so they're in thinking Rochester. that maybe that's when he debuts. Yes. But we got. I got. I got to give a quick shout out to a few things. His promo was so good. The things he said. If you listen to the words, that were so cool. Um, I love how he said, uh, "I don't want the whole pie. I just want your share," <laughs> which was so cool. Especially to say to the the boss, the Caesar. And I love how he ended it by saying, "Never turn your back on someone you respect or you fear." And then he throws in the microphone and turns his back on Cody. That was great. That was great. Such ouch. So it seems very much like we've all we've decided we think it's going to be Brody Lee who's coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I was interested about, he's talking about darkness when he was talking about all this. Do we think that he's going to be tied to the Dark Order, or is this two separate things? I hope this is two separate <laughs> things. Oh, that is a long, <laughs> that's long. That's a long little plug. Um, I hope this is two separate things because I would like to see Jake and hopefully, if if it is true, Brody. Uh, be part of like not a fraction but you know together like in a way because I mean let's be honest they kind of look like (laughs) (laughs) at this point the dark order can be anything yeah Yeah. like Mm -hmm. again we could be in the dark order and not even know about it or we do know Jack is Sorry, I'm not, I'm not associated. <laughs> I'm not associated. <laughs> I just sit next he to He has the suit on underneath. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. <laughs> he has like a Reveal his shirt. <laughs> uh, so I just got to put one of those masks on halfway through. Uh, so... I, I'm a big fan of Jake the Snake. I've always been a fan of his. Uh, I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but he has a great documentary called The Resurrection of Jake the Snake that's worth checking out, and it sort of details his recovery from uh, alcohol and drug addiction and things like that, which is actually really cool to see. So if you have time, check that out as well. Um, but speaking of the Dark Order, the Dark Order faced <laughs> SCU and one Colt Cabana. Boom, boom. boom. <laughs> Coming to get it on. So, uh, so Roger, um, talk us through a little bit about this this fella, Colt Cabana. I, I know a lot about Boom Boom. Yeah. I, actually, I don't. I, I, oh. <laughs> I, I, I know he's been around. <laughs> uh, I, I've always had a weird uh, feeling towards Colt Cabana because he seems like a fun guy, but he, he's like a... Oh, well, this is a weird word. He jumps mm. around a lot in wrestling. Mm-hmm. And so I, I I never know what to make of him. And even now, I don't know what his purpose is. Like, why are you trying to attack the Dark Order? I, I'm a bit confused by what Boom Boom's doing, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <May I? laughs> Coco Banna has been around since for a long time. Yeah. Um, him and CM Punk had a lot... Of, they, they became famous in the... WWE? No. <laughs> WCW. WCW. <laughs> <laughs> In the East Coast, because they wrestled a lot all the time, and they be, just became more big and big. And then Cole Cabana was just known as just the indie darling forever. And then he be, had his own podcast, and then, of course, the lawsuit of WWE and CM Punk and all that crazy stuff. So bringing Cole Cabana, I think, is really good for him, but I hope to see... Him not always on TV. I want to see him do stuff behind the scenes. Like, oh, you want him backstage? Yeah, oh, I mean, nice. I like to see Cole Cabana like on screen here and there, but more so, I feel like he really fits the role as a producer uh, behind the scenes. Keep the boom boom in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I, for one, like boom boom. I think he's fun. He's a little silly, but I think he's fun. Uh, Jessica, how did you feel about seeing this new guy added to? I don't know if he's actually added to SCU. 
But uh, this, no, this he's new, not from California. You can't, you can't add somebody who's not. From <laughs> you can't sit with us. Yeah. The dark order lets me sit. Yeah. To be honest, I didn't know a whole lot about him. I still really don't. So I guess the jury's out. The jury's out. <laughs> now, I, a lot of people thought we were going to get the exalted one tonight from the dark order, and there's a lot of rumors about who it could be, but no one came. Now they did say whoever it is, he is going to be it's very angry. So we know what's a he. Good to know. Uh, <laughs> that narrows it down by barely anything. It could still be a dinosaur. It could still be a dinosaur. Uh, huh? uh, so did you guys expect to see something? Were you bummed out that we didn't get the, the reveal yet? Or were you No, I excited? hope I hope we get to see the reveal um, at Blood and Guts. Uh, Bleh. I, feel, Bleh. I feel like that's more of a perfect time. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh. We actually got one. Thank you, Josh. I feel yeah. like that's more of a perfect time because of what the, um, the title of the pay-per-view is. Or is it a pay-per-view or is it just like an, it's another a special? special? It's like, I think it's just like Bash the Beach. Oh, okay. So that, you know, I feel like it would be more accurate. I want to take this to, all the way. Like, let's, yeah. let's not find out till like the summer. Let's just oh. keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> cool. like, I don't want to know this mystery at all. Because that's part of the fun, right? Like when you watch yeah. a horror movie... If you see the, the, the bad guy, like, in the first ten minutes, it's kind of like, I could take on that guy. Yeah, like, right. no one cares. But mm-hmm. if you keep it till the very end, you got me. Do you think it's going to be too much, though? Like, if they build up too long, and then it's just, like, whoever. <laughs> like, it's, the longer it builds, doesn't it have to be yeah. a bigger and bigger name? Yeah, it has to be The Rock if it's till, like, the summer. Yeah, but that <laughs> would be really cool if it was someone that was, like, oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're all hoping for. My, my, my fear is that they wait until July, and then it's just, like... Oh, it was... It was boom, boom. It was boom, boom the whole time. You're like, oh, okay. Oh, no. That's like, uh, okay. So that, so who would live up to your expectations? Yeah. Who would be someone that you would be like, oh, yeah. my God, it was him? Uh, that's currently available. I have no idea. Ask the chat. Ask, the, the, chat says, the chat says... Uh, the chat says, most of them are saying guys like Brody Lee and uh, Matt Hardy, who are the two that keep getting recycled as, as people. I don't think it's either of them, though, because I think that's too obvious. I think AEW knows that, and they're not going to do something that mm. obvious. I think at this point, if, if, if it was Matt Hardy, we'd all go, oh, okay, that's who was rumored. Yeah. It wouldn't be as surprising. I think it's going to be somewhere we're not expecting. And I, that's one thing about, I really love about AEW is that they... We people fans predict and they you think we think we're right, but mm-hmm. we're always wrong. We're a bunch of always marks. wrong. We're a bunch yeah. of marks. Just ask Anissa; she, she'll point at you and say you're a mark. Jeez. <laughs> um, uh, so. Uh, um, yeah, we had a quick match. I just want to make sure we, we cover it here because some some stuff was mentioned during this match. Chuck Taylor versus Pac. To me, this felt like a, a match Pac was always going to win. Um, I, but before we get to the end, which is where the, the real story happens, how did you guys feel about Pac versus Chuck Taylor? I thought it was a good match. I mean, you predicted earlier or the match that the Lucha Bros were going to come out and they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we got the, what's, what's their name? The... Death Triangle. The Death Triangle. Yeah. It so sounds better names. in Spanish. When they said Triangulo de Muerte. God, that, sound, that sounds cool. See, the I Death know. Triangle. The Death Triangle. <laughs> like, say it yeah. in Spanish and then I'll say it in English. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> El Triangulo de Muerte. The Death Triangle. <laughs> yeah, it's not nearly as cool in English. It's like so nerdy. Yeah, it sounds like a math club thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, it does. Like, Pythagorean theorems <laughs> coming for you. <laughs> 
A square. Oh man, A squared, B squared equals C squared. That's Facts. something I use every single day. <laughs> Um, use that all the time, every day. Uh, I like this team, though. I like this grooming because I felt like we need some more firepower for Pack at this point, and I think Lucha Brothers need something to latch on to. I don't know how big of a team this is going to be, or if it's just going to feud with the best friends, or if it's going to be a long-going thing, but I like these guys. They're all ruthless, killer-type characters, and they're all really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. Uh, so, bunch of Kellas. Bunch of so speaking of of uh, death triangles. Uh, this is the time, at this time, uh, we're gonna go ahead and pass it on over to one of my favorite segments of the night, ladies and gentlemen. It's the highlight dynamite with Anissa Bar. <laughs> Oh my god, I like this a lot. Okay, guys. Um, our my highlight dynamite dynamite highlight of the week is Peter Avalon. Ooh. Interesting. The librarian, um, also known as Professional Peter. Um, <laughs> he has a lot of different names like PP Ray, you know, Professional Peter. But um, he is actually from Carson City, Nevada, and as well Rancho Cucamonga. And I spoke to him and he said, Well, you know, a lot of people are from Rancho, so I just say I'm from Nevada. I said, okay, <laughs> I got you, buddy. Um, he started his, his wrestling career in 2008, trained in EFW in San Bernardino, California. He wrestled many local California shows, just like EFW, AWS, SoCal Pro Wrestling, Match One Pro Wrestling, and, of course, Bar Wrestling. Um, he's actually most known uh, prior to AEW with his tag team partner, as you see on the screen, with Ray Rosas as P.P. Ray. Their fun little gimmick as us SoCal friends would uh, give them dollar bills every time they'd come in, and they'd do a fun little stripper gimmick and it's all fun they come they they leave with a hundred bucks each and um the i always hundies. miss that uh gimmick because they always come out with a song called you're my obsession so i really really love that but in 2010 he made his championship wrestling from hollywood debut and years later still today he is a producer well one of the producers for championship wrestling from arizona so if you have the chance to watch Championship Wrestling from Arizona, I suggest you do so because Peter Avalon is, you know, still running it and so lucky that AEW is giving that opportunity for him to still run a wrestling show behind the scenes. That's cool. So that is my highlight dynamite of the week. Boom! (laughs) Do you want to see, do you want to see him go back to the stripper gimmick or do you prefer the librarian? Um, well, AEW won't let anybody become a stripper, so... Yeah, talk about a sharp left. <laughs> <laughs> stripper to a librarian. <laughs> Maybe he's still a stripper. But, huh? but uh, I mean, if you're getting $100 bills thrown at you and you're getting 100 bucks every time you do it... Easy right. choice. What am I doing here? What am I doing? <laughs> the money's out there. That's how we do this, huh? <laughs> um, so speaking of Peter Avalon, uh, his buddy Leva Bates had a match tonight against Big Swole. 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 I love Big Swole. Me too. I absolutely love her. She has so much energy. She's so fun. How did you guys feel about this match? I feel like it was a little too short. Um, I'm going to be straight honest. I I wish it was a little bit longer. Um, I feel that we don't get to see a lot of these two women. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I understand, obviously, there's time consuming. But still, for me, I would like to see, uh, you know, Levi Bates uh, wrestle more. Because she's such a good wrestler. So is Big Swole. And I feel that 
with these two women, I wish we got to see more of them tonight. It always bodes poorly for someone when they're already in the ring when we come back from commercial break. Not a good sign. Yeah, And the fact that we didn't see the intro for Leva was a, a bad sign for her. Um, I... I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with the librarians. I don't feel like they can come <laughs> back from their sort of downward trajectory. Jessica, how did you feel about uh, the women's match this evening? Yeah, kind of going what uh, off what Anissa said. These are people that we don't get to see that often, and mm-hmm. the crowd, I think, was appreciative of that because the women's division right now is. I don't know. Like I, I feel mm-hmm. like we maybe could use some some new faces to get behind. Yeah, it definitely, as mentioned last week, it felt like they kind of reset it. I think they were planning Riho versus the Nightmare Collective, and it wasn't really working. And so they, I think I think they just kind of cut it and Scratch like, let's it. start over. Yeah. And they're sort of rebuilding from scratch. But I like all the pieces they have. I like Britt Baker on commentary, again, being super condescending to poor Tony Shivani. She uh, gave him a Starbucks. Oh, that Starbucks had no drink in it, by the way. Like, if yeah. you're going to use props, come on, guys. Yeah, you could tell the way they were holding it, there was nothing. <laughs> Here's your drink. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, in reality, you'd be like, here you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. It's, don't spill it. Cause <laughs> There's foam at the top. Yeah, be careful. Um, uh, so I think, uh, I think we're, we're we're building probably towards a, a big swole versus Britt Baker, and then the winner of that will probably go on to face Nyla Rose. I'm guessing that's my assumption. If I'm uh, playing armchair Booker, um, <laughs> sucker, sucker. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um, speaking of armchair Bookers, we had QT Marshall versus Jake Hager. Hager squashing some folks, it looks like. Just kind of showing that he's a big, tough dude. QT, QT Marshall is always interesting to me. I feel like we don't really know much about him. Yeah. There's been a lot There's of... There's a lot of that tonight, I feel. <laughs> yeah. You know? What am I watching? <laughs> Dynamite? <laughs> this was another meaty match. I feel like we've been having a lot of meaty matches meat. lately. We're like... Me- just meat slapping meat. around. <laughs> and I, so much. <laughs> so much. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I, like I wouldn't go up to these guys. So I, I like that they're having these guys feud. It's a different type of a style, and so you know, we, we kind of have a little bit of everything. If you go through the rundown, you know, we kind of end up with like a little bit of meat at the end to whet your appetite. So I like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> sure. Now let's 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 face it. The real story here, and the thing that I think we um, we all pulled away from this was the uh, the scuffle at the end of the match, where um, Jake Hager gets the win, then the inner circle comes in, then. Cody comes in, then Matt Jackson all by himself comes in. Mm. Um, from what I understand, Nick Jackson um, had some stuff going on that he was uh, handling. I heard it was a baby on the way. I yeah. could be wrong, though. I don't know. Ooh. Apparently. Uh, oh, you made it sound bad at first. Apparently he's well, having a baby. <laughs> well, I didn't know what it was, so I didn't want to say because I don't uh, like to say rumors, things if I don't know. Start some rumors um, here. But, and so I was trying to, like, then I realized it sounded like something bad happened, so I had to say it was something good <laughs> so that people didn't think something bad happened. Uh, so we, uh, um, but my favorite part, my boy Hangman Adam Page comes out with his drink, sets it down first, and then cleans house uh, before giving the middle finger to Matt Jackson. Uh, are we seeing? Are we going to see? It seems like we're seeing a, not just a split in the elite, but it seems like we're getting 
a hangman versus Matt Jackson specifically rivalry going. Are we are we down for that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we are down for that. I think there's more to come here. There's a lot of middle fingers that were happening tonight. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, it makes, I want to throw one right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's so many. No explicit tag. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> there's so many. But I feel like it, there's definitely been a brewing rivalry between these two. And maybe it's a great opportunity for us to highlight how great Matt Jackson is as a singles wrestler. Mm-hmm. They are great singles wrestlers. The old saying is you've got to be a good singles wrestler to be a good tag team wrestler. So he, he can definitely go. And you, definitely at Revolution, you could see that he had a lot of emotion going on in his face. He was telling a lot of story in the way he was just emoting, not just the mat, the that actual match but his face and everything else and so i i do feel like we're, we might get a little one-on-one between these two again i'm really really loving the matt jackson or uh, the the hangman adam page character at this point uh but you know who else i'm loving <laughs> i got five people i'm loving oh you know what that means ladies and gentlemen it's time elite of the week that's right. As always, we start at number five and we work our way down from there. And at number five, we've got the legend himself, Jake the Snake Roberts. If you don't know who he is, go ahead and Google it. He has influenced so many people and he's the inventor of the DDT, something that revolutionized wrestling, really. If you think about it, I think so anyways. He is a star. I love him. Number four, we got Darby Allen. Now, he came up short today, but he looked like he could go one on two with the very best in the business. He's a star in the making. Scratch that. He's just a star. He goes at number four. Number three, we got my boy, hey man, Adam Page. Takes a drink, throws a punch, walks out of there. That's how you get it done. You're not paid by the hour. Knock him out and get out of town. Number two, we've got John Moxley. Now, I know he's a new world champion. He should be number one, right? But he took a few hard L's tonight, so he can't be number one. But he's still the champion, and it's a new world. Uh. Number one, my boy, Chris Jericho. You know why? Not only did he just take out his arch nemesis, but more importantly than anything else, Chris Jericho retweeted me. Oh, my God. And I've always said, number one is up for sale. So, Chris (laughs) Jericho, you're number one on this Elite of the Week. That was your Elite of the Week. We're going to get some L's next week. <laughs> what is a, what, what I is hope that? the chat is roasting you right now. Uh, get watch chat. your back when you get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they were super chatting, maybe they'd be number one. Ooh. 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 I'm joking. I love you, chat. Come on. You're all you're all honorable mentions in my heart. You uh, are so an inner circle person. You're like, what is happening? <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I thought uh, that's... Uh, yeah, that's that's the elite of the week. <laughs> um, Good to know. Uh, something I wanted to ask you guys about: next week they're going to release the rules for blood and guts. Before Blech. we, head and guts. What are you guys expecting from this? We do know it's a two two rings cage over both of them with a roof on top of it. What else are they going to add? What, do you think it's going to be single elimination? How many people do you think are be involved? What do you think's going on? I think we need honestly, we need blood and we need guts. I'm not lying. Or I'm like, not watching. I'm not watching. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe like a first blood. We like that, You want actual guts? They're promising blood and guts. If I'm not okay. getting that, I don't know why I'm tuning in. Mm. <laughs> Interesting how they will do the guts part. 
Right. <laughs> I'm not booking this. So we have some guys. So how, do you? Okay. So um, Anissa, what about you? Um, for me, uh, any type of death match thing. But um, also, I, I wish we uh, get to see hopefully the elite versus maybe the inner circle. You know, mm-hmm. but that for me, that's something that I would like to see. I absolutely agree. And other things I think we'd all like to see is all of us online. Jessica, can you tell everyone where they can find you online after the show? I sure can. You can follow me on Twitter at jo'connor with three ends on Instagram at Jessica O'Connor underscore. And you can find me on Twitter, Roger underscore Corral. And on all social media platforms at Anissa And Josh in the booth. You can find me on and you can find me at jackcfarmer.com as well as at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. You can also check me out on the WWE Raw after show every Monday night at 9 p.m. as well as the AEW social media skim. This week, I see who the next person to join Sean Spears as a tag team partner should be. You're definitely going to check that out. I also just started on a new show we're doing. It's the Hall of Fame wish list for the WWE. We filmed it today. Check it out. We talk about factions that should be added to the WWE. It's a really good show. Check it out with Flobo and Steve Kaufman. Until next time, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, do your best and be yourself. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 